All right, we're back. It's been a while. Again, it's just me and Josh. It's the last time you heard from us. Socceroos had just lost to Japan. A lot's happened in football since then. Welcome back along to the Middle Diamond that Podcast. That is one of the deadest openings Mate, I reckon we've had in our whole entire existence. We're, we're, we're light tonight. It's just Josh and I. Uh, good evening, everyone. I feel bad for your Spotify. Uh, your Spotify thing is because it's probably been dead for the last month with the podcast not being available because yeah. we've been a bit slack over pro-season. But Spot- Spotify's probably been the least used app. Literally. Probably on the SoundCloud bangers, probably my, my playlist if you, if you know what I'm talking for about. That, for those that don't know. I don't miss. Josh never misses, apparently. Full stop. But I hope everyone's well. Jack, how you been, mate? Good, mate. Good. Got it's lost, been a while. Got lots to discuss. We're in, a, we're in Jack's room. He's, he hasn't, he's still got his beard oil on. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Still, he's still a big cream. I'm still a big manga. Do you remember, do you, I'm going to say it like this. Did you hear the guy in town the other night? Some guy came up to me. Yeah. Some dog ate oh. He goes, mate, I'll tell you what. That's an excellent beard. This guy probably hasn't stopped thinking about that literally, last four nights. I told John, I told Dad, I told everyone he was killer. <laughs> Oh, no, we've got a lot. We've got a lot to get through. Been a busy oh. off season. Um, we'll start with where do we begin? Is the question. I think where we do start, we begin? We start with our grass of the off season, as usual. Actually, no. Before we get into that, before we get into that, if you're listening on Spotify, click follow, click your notifications on, give us a five star review whilst you're there. Or four, you know, we'll take four is pretty good. Three and a half if you're a bit drunk. You know, you always drop your standards a bit when you're drunk. So <laughs> three and a half if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. That's at the Middle Diamond Podcast. Um, what else is there? Four four two strike. Give them a like. Oh fuck that! And rhyme. stay tuned. And stay tuned for the uh, fantasy Premier League return next season. We'll get we'll get stuck into all of that. We'll do our season preview next week. Lots to get through. So I'm, I'm proud of you actually remembering all that stuff at the start of the episode. Instead of, we, instead of I think I went we no put it at the end when uh, people turn it off after 20 minutes because I've had a gut full. <laughs> You know what I mean? Except Jack, because Jack needs to listen to everything back so he can keep a bit of dirt on us if we forget something. It's good content at the end of the you know day. It's mean? good content. All right, um, Josh, grass of the off-season, far away. Take a guess who you reckon mine would be. Tottenham. Nah, Chelsea. Biggest bunch of grasses. They've got new owners. And I think their fans, I think most importantly, the club stature has realised we're nothing. We are nothing without money. Any big name they're linked to, bang. Can't get him. Is that you? You know, uh, we'll go through. We'll go through Lewandowski. Yeah, Rafinha. Rafinha. Kunde. Kunde recently. Dembele early in the window. Yeah. They tried to hijack hijack Jesus. They tried to hijack Richarlison. They just the list will keep going as well. And I think yeah, but now, you say nothing play- about money. They've they've wanted to put. They're, they're putting the money up. The players just aren't wanting to go there. But recent, but in old times, right? Chelsea will spend X amount on a player, and that's it. You look how much money they spent last window with the likes of Werner's, the Havertz. No, that was a couple years ago. But, but sorry, yeah, two, still, like, but they're, they're even, big one. Couple, even, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ZH. Chil- that, Chilwell. That's what I'm saying. Like that Lukaku. Look, prime example, that Lukaku. Was, that was last year. But yeah. even still Lukaku. They spent any more Lukaku and send them online. They're, they're the biggest classes. I'm sorry. Mm. The biggest classes. And they were probably one bringing a striker. Have they brought in yeah, a striker? Yeah, no, nah, they haven't. Apparently they're linked to... I don't know, I see. No, I'm thinking... No, um... Apparently, Vern has been linked to Newcastle. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. But um, that's what I'm saying. For me, Krauss and I think, like we, we spoke about it a while ago, they will rot. I don't think they're going to rot in a huge depress in a huge positive way that we want them to, e.g. like back to seventh division, where they used to be like 25 years ago, wherever it was. Yeah. But I think you can see now slowly, like back in the day, they used to just spend a lot of money. Yeah. And they used to always win because no one could compete with it. No worries. Go sign your 32-year-old. Kaladu Kulabali is going to look good in the back three for six weeks. No worries. No, no worries. I disagree I'm with not you scared. I, I, I we'll think, talk about it after. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. But, but that's my class of the year. 
I get, I get what you mean though. Like, yeah, that the Chelsea pool was big, man. Like, especially like players would want to go there. But and before I was thinking about this today, actually, like, you know, I think like twenty twelve, and they won the Champions League twenty twelve. Yeah, I look at those names. Like, you know, you got Drogba, your Etos, Eto, your Frank. Eto sorry, but there. sorry, so Eto wasn't there, right? But I'm just thinking of his name as well, like Frank Lampard. Like, for me, these Matter. are players. Those three I just mentioned, or even I wouldn't even put Eto in this conversation. Like, Drogba, Lampard, like. They're Chelsea legends. Yeah. But I look at like them in the last four or five years, they won a Champions League, right? Would you call anyone at the moment like a Chelsea legend? Who who would you call a Chelsea legend? Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta, yeah. Aspilicueta. I would put Kante in that. Aspilicueta put down as like a really good club man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think like, as well, purely because he scored the goal, um, Havertz as well. Like, you'll forever have that moment. The yeah, same way... He's young still. Unless yeah. Havertz stays there for another six years. Yeah. But I was thinking about this today, like, I look at everyone they've signed over the last six, seven, eight years, and no one gives me, like, a legend status for yeah. how successful they've been. Yeah, I agree with you. Do you know I what I mean? And I think that mean. sums up Chelsea. Like, for example, you won a Champions League. You got Mane's left, right? And you surprised him as a, as a legend. And you know what? He, he, he revolutionised. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Legend. You're a Salah legend. You're going to have Trent as a legend. Robinson from Hull City is going to become a legend. Van Dijk. But, Robinson, more, but yeah. they're, they're legends. And even even still, you look at the City team as well. Guys like, um, they obviously had the... This is, a, this is a, another thing, but like all the people that Pep inherited, they're the legends. I think City are having like a relatively... Not a similar problem. Yeah. And maybe this will be like stupid, but the only like almost legends you would say for City, probably like you maybe Bernardo Silva... Gundogan after what he did a couple of weeks ago, like. But you look at it like you got obviously you got your companies, your Agueros. Yeah, but that's what my point. They came from previous yeah, previous but you look regimes. At like Edison, Edison, if he stays at City, revolutionised the team. Going to become a legend. You look at for me, Cancelo. If Cancelo wins a couple more things at City, Kyle in, Walker, he won't get the he won't get the credit, but. but my, yeah, and that's my point with like Chelsea at the moment is that like because they're just such a fucking shit club. And I hate they they are they are when you look at it top to bottom they're a money laundering bunch of pricks, right? Corrupt pricks. They're nothing without their Russian sugar daddy. And this is a point I'm trying to make, and it's good to see now people are waking up and they're nothing special. They've got no. I got, got a hot take on them. Tell me. before I get to mine. I think if Abramovich Abramovich was there for the rest of the season, Tuka would have got sacked. Because oh, cause, full cause I still, put, I still think put, he will get sacked. I, no, I, the only reason I don't is because these new owners have come in, and they. I, I thought I'll put it to you this way: they'll give him time. If it does go wrong, they'll give him a bit of time because they've just inherited a new thing and they want stability. They don't want mm. chopping and changing constantly. Whereas Abramovich, he would have been sacked already and he would have been given an ultimatum like, you fucking fix this. You got to the end of August. If we're, you know, if we haven't got any wins on the board yeah. or if we're looking dodgy, you're gone. See you later. And like I look at, I look at them of, of recent, obviously they won a Champions League, but it's like, when you think about that year... I wouldn't say Chelsea were the best team in Europe. No, they weren't. I, I think personally, and I'll stand by, for me, Thomas Tuchel was one of the best tacticians around. But I just look at the, look at the cattle this year, who they brought in, unless they make a couple more signings. Like, for me, that pool's gone. And yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not really scared. And look, I might be over-exaggerating a bit here because we smacked them 4-0, talking my lesson in a trial match. Right, but reality is, like, we're a week away from the season and they looked terrible. Yeah, it, they looked it, terrible. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, you can tolerate losing if you can see signs of improvement you can see your patterns yeah. you can see all that you can see what your new players coming in what they've done whereas guys like Sterling like you, you want it as much as preseason doesn't matter and like you know especially Liverpool fans will get into that like talking about how preseason doesn't matter 
and it doesn't. But, you know, ideally, you want your new players especially to hit the ground running for that confidence booster so that, yeah. the, so that the players have faith in this signing, that it's all going to go well and all that stuff. But I'm with- I think with pre-season, like, it's not necessarily about how well you're doing because you can't go, you can't, like, you can't read, into it. You can't read into it, yeah. yeah. You can't read into it, but you can picture what's bad and it's like, oh, fuck, where's our solution? And I look at Chelsea, they're nothing without Kante, number one. And I think... With the season they're gonna have, they're gonna keep playing this back three. Where reality is, if Thiago Silva and Koulibaly in this back three, they are suspect because they're old and they're not as quick as everyone else. Mm-hmm. That there's reality, especially when you've got good young kids running at you. Because I think a lot of teams will use their younger, younger players a fair bit more this year because of the situation we're in, which we'll talk about a bit later, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm liking it at the moment. I'm liking my, uh, my feeling with Chelsea. But you know what? Knowing, knowing me, they're going to fucking sign some bastard. They'll yeah. score 35 goals. They'll win the Champions League, Europa League. They're probably going to Mars and beat the Aliens as well with my luck. Do you know what I mean? But. All right. I'll do mine quickly. Mine is uh, Juan Laporta. Do you know who that is? Barcelona president. Okay. Is that right? Or CEO, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. See, okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you this and I'll, I'll talk about them later. But I'm, I'm high on Barcelona at the moment. I like I like everything that they've done. I actually love every signing they've made. I look at them as well. They, I'm not you don't read into the result, but they beat into Miami six 0 Look at the six goal scorers, and then look who didn't score as well. Like they are loaded. Where people are sleeping on the depth, people are sleeping on Xavi. People are sleep, sleeping on some players as well. Exactly right. But my thing, bro, you you you're signing all these players. You're selling your TV rights. You're selling your stadium name rights and shit like that to sign all these players that aren't even registered yet. And you're still not playing. You're still not playing. Frank, uh, paying Frankie De Jong. You're playing him centre back in preseason games. Like it's it's pathetic. The behaviour. They're, they're not paying him. Hey, they're yeah. not paying him. He's owed 17 million euros, and you're going and signing 34 year olds. I heard rumours they're still trying. They still got to pay off Coutinho's. They do. Transfer. Yeah, they do. Um, but then you know what? This is what people forget about it, and this is why I agree with your thing 100 percent here. Because let's not forget who they signed in January. They took a Bamiang off us. On big ridic- wages, not big ridiculous wages. They dropped fifty six million on, on Torres. Um, Torres, dude. Money growing trees in Spain, does it? Yeah. Someone freaking they must have done a money heist there. Mm. Had to roll them in there or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Caught, up, caught up the gang or some shit. But it's, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no. I, but that's my thing. Like I, lo- I really like all the signings they've made, and even still, last season a lot of the free sign, a few of the free signings they made, like I think Depe comes to mind. You know, they made some decent look, signings. But I think they're gonna have to have a few outings. Like I think the Pie leaves. I think the Young leaves. But for me, the one thing that I do like about Barca is you can just see there's a spine growing, and it reminds me of like what happened 12, 13 years ago. You just get that vibe. That's, that's what that's what my point is. And you know, what, and you know the killer thing is as well. It's like we've grown up in a in an environment where Spain's been the powerhouse, and you want that again. You do want you, that again, you, you, or you want it back you know, on a level look, where look, they're competitive. Because I like obviously I want Italy to win everything, but. You want, yeah, like you said, you want you want Spain progressing from group stages and you want them in and around that. And it was good to see them at the Euros where they had a big problem and luckily for us, their strike couldn't score goals. But the Pedris, the Javis, they got a couple of the young kids coming through. I can't think of any of them. They're looking good. There's Ricky Puig, they've got Nico, um, Nico Gonzalez. Yeah, they, they're good. That, there's, a sp- right. there's a spine growing. Mm. But yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But the thing is, you can't, if you're selling, if you're selling, Freaking your your sponsorship rights and or no sorry your TV rights already in the future like they're, sh- they're selling future assets they don't even have yet yeah exactly right it's such for, a big for risk quick, for quick money now it's such yeah. a big risk 
Yeah. And will it pay off? Look, it's a gamble because sure. at the end of the day, if you win trophies and stuff like that, then, you know, it's worth And they're going to get Kunde as well? Yeah, that's another big money. It's big wages. It's like, that's what makes no sense to me. You're putting, like, fair enough, you know, you pay transfer fees, installments and stuff like that. But, like, bro, you got literally, like, a player most will say is generational in Frankie de Jong, who's just absolutely an absolute baller and if and if it wasn't for Busquets keeping up this form at the age of 35 mm-hmm. he'd be that 6 he'd be the he'd be the what's it called the register there he'd be doing everything there but still he's been able to slot into one of the eight roles if you and the thing is with them the reason they probably think he's expendable or like he's the one we want to get off our books is because Pedri came out of nowhere and Gavi came exactly, out of nowhere exactly they well. so looking it. at it going and look, there's interest as well there's interest yeah, in a going easy seller yeah and I, I, I hope that he doesn't go to Man U. Oh, me too. Well, I reckon we'll get going on to... So we're going to just go through the big six. Um, you know, we are Euro snobs, some of us. Um, we'll go through the... Don't worry about me, mate. Don't worry about me. I've got, I've got a bet with A-League clubs in my future we'll, bets. We'll do, an, we'll, do, we'll do an A-League preview when the season yeah, comes Yeah, uh, I won't be on. Uh, well, me, but, uh, me and Jono will do it or something. Yeah, no worries. Um, we'll we'll do start- under a different name as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like the, the front three podcast or some shit. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. All right, I reckon we'll start with your Arsenal, Josh. I'm happy to start with you, boys. Don't excite me, mate. Don't excite me. I'll quickly go before I let you take the mic. I think your business this uh, off-season has been nothing short of brilliant. I think Jesus for, what was it, 30 million, 45? Some robbery, I'm not too sure. For the 45, 50 million. I think it's a brilliant signing, fits the system, knows Arteta well. If you look at the the footage from preseason as well, it looks like he's understanding his role. Um, I think considering United dropped... 70 or whatever it was on the, the Sandro Martinez who I'm sure is probably a good player Zinchenko for 30 million who's younger Premier League proven again has worked with adaptable. adaptable versatile brilliant brilliant signing uh, who am I forgetting that Marquinhos haven't King, seen Marquinhos young kid haven't seen much of him but uh, Vieira Fabio Fer- yeah. Vieira I haven't seen much of him Fabio Ferreira <laughs> yeah Vieira um, but I just think as well another year with Arteta people, people clown Arsenal because it's fashionable but I think another year with Arteta Guys like Saka got another year under their belt. Odegaard, Martinelli, Smith Rowe, uh, Saliba's back. You know, Saliba, the, Saliba is the one people are sleeping on. They don't, Saliba to me. Look, this is. I'll be honest, I'll, but Saliba feels like a sixty mil signing. Look, That's this is anything I, I say with Saliba. It's like Arsenal fans are hyping him up. And look, I've, I'm not going to pretend I've watched a lot of Arsenal games yeah. this preseason. But at the end of the day, he's been on your books for three years now. You've loaned him out three times. That's the, that's the only thing. Well, people quick. People are very quick to forget. This guy, his mum passed away two years ago. Simon was an 18-year-old, right? Moving from home. Yeah. Went back to his old team at St. Etienne, took the piss. Right, we're going through a, we're going through like a rebuild season. COVID, this, that, the other hit. He's at home with his family, doing what he needs to do. Most importantly, performing and getting minutes week in, week out. Yeah, that's When fair. you're young, that's when you're you, young. That's the most important thing. The most important thing. Dude, the guy was 20, when it was 19, 20, 20, made the league one team of the year. Made team of the week, week in, week out, dude. Since Marseille made a Europa League final, yeah. Like that exposure there for me is priceless. And I think if Saliba was to go on the market now, or someone like Saliba who gives me Van Dyke vibes, not saying he's as good as Van Dyke. Yeah, I get what you mean. The guy, the guy will look like he's gonna dive in, then he holds off. Like he looks so hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at at least 50, 40, 50 dude, at least. And yeah. he's twenty, twenty one. Right? Yeah. And most importantly, he's homegrown now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think. People are, going, people are going to sleep on him. For me, the most important thing with that is also all of a sudden we've got two options at right back. Can he play right back? No, too? because Ben White can play right back. Uh, okay. And I would play him right back. He played a bit of right back preseason. Yeah. Tommy Arsenal main pick. But look, yeah, I don't want to waffle too much on about Arsenal because I will get excited. I think the big thing that people can't forget is 
I was anticipating some of this. Like, if you're not going to go out and make a quick fix signing in January, where anyone knew were lacking a nine, you have to do this type of window. And you know what? We've done really well. We do spoken really well. Arteta spoken really well. And he made an interesting point. Um, I was reading something on The Athletic and he was just talking about how he does business and he goes, we pick on players that like want to work with Arteta, like we see what their family's like, we want a good yeah, culture people. You buy, the, you buy the, the person as well as the exactly player. Exactly right. And he said that there was one player we'll, they were talking to, which I think was that Julian Brandt, yeah. because we linked hard to him. And he said they were, they were negotiating with a certain player, but all he talked about was money, money, money. And they said, no, nah, no worries, have a good day, we'll move on. And we ended up getting Odegaard. Yeah. I look at the vibe, the culture, I look at the leaders we have, like Zinchenko is a Ukrainian captain. Odegaard's the Norwegian, Norwegian captain. captain yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've all of some got leaders in this group. And most even importantly... Guy like, even guys like Jesus, they've won four leagues, man. Like, correct, they've got, Jesus, they've got, they've got Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I think most importantly, this group is young still. The big thing, though, the big, big thing... Still think we need another midfielder because yeah, if, if if party goes down, our season's done. And look, people think people think last year, yeah, you choked it, no striker, you should sign a striker. Look, end of the day, when Enkedio was playing, he was scoring. The problem was, was we used midfield. to get dicked in the midfield because if, if reality is if Jesus gets injured this year, we got back up. Worst comes to worst, you can play Smith Rose a false nine or Martinelli through the yeah, middle. Yeah, you got options there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Thomas Party goes. You need Lukonga to step up, which I think he's capable of doing. But still, man, like. You don't want to have to be in a situation where you're relying on that, and then him in next big to, games, him, him next to Shaka as well. And, and, it's like that's not. This is a good thing now. Is that if we, for me, we need to go get Yuri Tillemans because he's a Premier League proven player. He's young and he wants to come. Get it's him cheap in. as well, man. He's dirt cheap. Get him in. Make a couple of outings because we haven't really sold anyone yet. Off the top of my head, one or two young kids might let. Uh, yeah, but you still got guys that trying to get rid of like Pep, your Pepe's. Your See, Pepe's an interesting one because. If Pepe stays, obviously we won't sign a winger. But if we get rid of Pepe, I've got a feeling we might try bringing another winger. You think so? Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind doing. But you know what? If you said to me Pepe last chance, yeah, I'm you'd be all right with it because it. you know what? You play Europa League as well, man. Let him Pe- do his thing there. People are quick to forget that this year is going to be the strangest year in football. Yeah. It's never happened like this before, where games are so crammed up before a big tournament, and then and again big, after. Then your bodies are smashed in a huge tournament, and then all of a sudden you got your Christmas break, yeah. plus cups, European football. This at the other. It's two games a week the whole season, or a game every three days for the whole season. And most importantly, five subs. Yeah. And that's why I'm very happy with that business because we've signed depth. Yeah. The one thing we lacked last year, we don't have anymore. We don't have that issue. Because you know what? Worst comes to worst, if you need to play Cedric on a Thursday night, do it. Go play against fucking Ants, Antwerp, whatever they're called. Um, Antwerp. Antwerp away. Antwerp. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So, realistically, before we move on, what what. I'll go first just quickly on this and then I'll let you have it. I think a, a good season for Arsenal, top four. If you get to a situation where um, you're like, you, you get to the round of 16 or even the quarters of the Europa League by playing your, your second team, go for that. And then maybe maybe a cup run if that fits in. But I think above all, make sure you get that top four so you can secure the Champions League money. So that it takes pressure off Arteta. You can get that. You can get that monkey off your back. A trophy as well. He's already actually won a trophy already. So don't worry about that. Um, Look, but we, it's just it's making sure you take that next step. I, and I you think can see I'm, the clear signs of progression. You close that gap to the to the top two. That's what we need to do. For me, then, that, if, for me, if we finish fifth, but we finish four points off second, I'm happy because it means we're in and around it. Yeah, it's about closing that gap to top two, which for me in my books means finishing third. And I think we're capable. Because really, I, last, do, I do too. I last year, do last too. year we probably should have finished third. When you think about it, we're only six points off Chelsea. And we did bottle it, but I think Europa League. We need to bring home a European trophy. I think we should be going all guns blazing to win that. 
because most importantly, we have the squad and we've got yeah. the young kids to do it. And a cup run never hurts. But for me, look, we need to win something, whether it's an FA Cup, League Cup, or Europe. We need to win something, but we need to be playing Champions League football next year. Because you think about our pool now, we acting like a Champions League team. But this business right now, if we win Champions I don't think it'd be different. That's I, why I, I just think you're maybe because uh, I think the the quality or the ca- the caliber of player doesn't change, but maybe. Um, I There's one player I think we would have signed. Rafinha. I think he's the only player. But even still, he had Barcelona written on him yeah, and from he had, day one. Yeah. But I, I just think as well, don't, don't underestimate. I think I said this, I've said this to you. I reckon I said this to you at the start of the year when you guys got rid of Aubameyang and we spoke about how that might affect your Champions League chances. I just think once you're once you're out of it, you lose sight of how important it is to be in it. Oh, so someone like, someone like De Jong, even Ronaldo now, these are players that, yeah, cool, they go to United and make a, make a bag. And you know, play for a big club for a good manager, da 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 da. Mm. But at the end of the day, you no big, no world class player wants to be playing Europa League. There's only one person I'm honestly scared of, not Champions League football. But if we re-sign him, it won't be an issue. But it's Saka. I think everything else in the squad is set. Like we, for me, already got signed for Real Madrid when he was 14. Yeah, he made his senior debut at like 15 or something. Like we got, we we've, we've recognised and signed some very good players that can demand Champions League football. Like Jesus can go and say, I want Champions League football. If you wanted to, yeah, Zinchenko could go find another club and play Champions League football. If but they've come, to. they've come to the project. Exactly right, and I think now it's about making those steps forward because I did say I'm a firm believer that we need to close that top two gap, and I think we will do it this year because a lot of games coming up. There's no excuses not to. We'll cross North London, go to Spurs. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna have different opinions on this, but I'll let you I'll let you go first. Thoughts on Spurs business. Man, gotta be careful how I word my how I word how I word things here. Look, they made good Conte signings. Yeah. To me, that's how I see it. I that's, look at that's a good way of I look it. at it in two years' time. We're gonna look at their window. And we're gonna say, you know what, you made one decent signing in Bitsuma. Bitsuma is a hit and miss because he's a workhorse in a, in a decent team. And I think obviously when you go to a better team, you get better. But yeah, I look at everyone else. Perisic, dude. Perisic was linked to Arsenal, man. You and people were complaining about his age and this that the other. Don't get me wrong, it's going to be good. But people are underestimating the season about how different it's going to be. Yeah. Conte were going to fit. Conte were going to work in. Conte were going to pressing. And the one thing they do have, they've got two profound strikers that have quality. Right. But I look at it, I look, if, I'll be honest with you, if Arsenal had their window, I think a lot of people would be ripping into us. Yeah, I, that I agree. Do but you know I think what I mean? it's, just, it's just fashionable to rip Arsenal. It like is. People, people, if you actually watch Arsenal, you can see the progression that they've had. You can see they're getting better. You can see what they're building. It's and it's good football to watch. You can you can see it. You can see it, the amount of goals that you could see the patterns. You can see the interchanges. Like that's what people lose sight of. People don't actually watch the game. People 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 watch football, but they don't watch the actual game itself. Do you agree with me on that? I fucking know. And I saw a stat quickly. I know I've gone off topic. I saw something like we we had like fifty-ish cutbacks. Yeah, right? and we only scored eight. Now we got. That's the pattern. Now, now we've got. Now we've got. For me, one of the best strikers in Premier League. That's. Good at cutbacks, first time finishes, and yeah, he's come through a system. He's, he's, a, he's just come out of a system where the whole thing was built on that. But anyway, let's get back on to what we're talking about. Fraser Forster, second choice keeper, no worries. That's fine. Perisic, old, you can get one year out of him. I'll, you get one year I'll out of him. You, I'll let you go. Bitsuma, yep, decent signing. Richarlison, 60 million, you're taking the piss. Let's be real. If anyone else, if Chelsea signed Richarlison for 60 mil, I'll be last man off. I've got to be careful because people say, oh, you're Tottenham referee, you fucking it. Nah, I'm just are. telling you how they it is. Are. I'm just telling you how it is. Jed Spence. I like him. Yeah. I like him, but. He was at Lawrence. I'm thinking he was at Lawrence from Middlesbrough. Yeah, he was at Forest. And what's it called? I was reading. I was reading up on him 
because he was at Forest and he took the piss against us in that cup game. But I was reading up on him and apparently he left Middlesbrough because he had like attitude issues and shit. Yeah, I just... But, but he looks like a really good player. Is he permanently proven? I'm not sure. I think he's going to turn into a Cesson Young where you, you're going to be good in the, in the FA Cup game against fucking... Yeah, that's Against Notts County on a Wednesday night in a 2,000 ground pitch. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At Martin Sports Complex. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> they got anyone else? Huh? Did they pick up anyone else? I don't think... I think that's all. Okay. Again, I'm with you, Foster. That's fine. Basuma, I like because at the end of the day, you've already got Hoiberg there. You've already got Bentanker there. Um, you'll probably laugh at me for this, but Oliver Skip, he's an option there. He's, he's not terrible. <laughs> you got Harry Winks there. Like they've got they've got numbers there. These I'm not saying these guys are worldies, but Conte doesn't have Conte doesn't need monsters in midfield or like yeah, unbelievable no, no, no. players. He just needs players that are going to work, mop up, be disciplined, do their job. Perisic at left wing back. Uh, you can ask my, you can ask Jono. I'm a massive Perisic fan. Before he was at Tottenham, he always turns up for Croatia. Croatia have always gotten the best out of him. He turned up for Conte, won a league with Conte two years ago. And if he doesn't work out, they've still got Sessegnon and Regulon. Sessegnon especially, towards the back end of last season, when you could really start seeing that. Because he's playing as a wing back. Yeah, but when you could really start seeing Conte's uh, you know, blueprint or his footprint on that team, Sessegnon flourished. Same with Jed Spence. If that doesn't work out, Matt Doherty was, was really good last no, season on the but right. They're wing, they're wing backs. I, yeah. I think they're going to sell Regulon. I was hearing rumors a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, because you, you don't need three there. Richarlison, here's my thing, okay? 60 million, big, it's big money. Is he, have you ever played for him? Absolutely. Is he a fucking pleb because he played for Everton and he thought he was literally... Like, literally, this the biggest problem with Richarlison, and this is what most people will agree with, is he thinks he's so much better than what he is. And because he was the main man yeah. at a quote-unquote big club who have perennially underperformed, that's where all the hatred comes from. Because he thought he was all this and that. He's going in there, he's going to be third or fourth choice striker. But like we spoke about, you know... Don't underestimate Champions League midweek all the time, Cup games midweek all the time, five subs. When you look at it, it's a good signing. But yeah. my thing is, sixty million. It's for the money. The money. Yeah, the money. Absolutely. Can get you so much more. I agree. I agree. But, but keep you look spending at, your money. But you, do what you need to do. But you look at it. At the end of the day, if you're telling me a guy who's like, I'm pretty sure he's had seasons where he scored like 15 goals in the Prem. Let's be real. He single-handedly kept everything up. Yeah, you? that's the thing. And he, you've got him as your third or even fourth choice behind Kulusevski. Yeah. Look, there's depth there. There's depth that's my point. I think. I think with. I think with Tottenham. I'm a big, big believer. Conte's probably got a year left. Maybe I year, think he's here. Yeah, I want to say and a half. two max. Two max. I'm, two with, I'm with you on that. You know what? You know what probably happens? Conte probably signs a new deal in, in fucking December and he gets out of it at the end of the year and gets his payout because he's a genius like that. That's probably what happens. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Tottenham need to win something this year. I think, Let's be real, I think he's the one. I think, I think he's the one. I think for them, you look at it. I f- you Editor, look- can we just wind back from when he said this about Mourinho as well? Anyway. All I'm saying is Mourinho still is the one. Mourinho got fucked over by two rotten dressing groups. And you've seen that. Dressing groups, you've seen that. I mean, United, every coach that's gone through there has fucking gone stale. Yeah. And you see that at Tottenham. He's, he's been fucked over by two clubs. You see now, he goes to a club where there's buy, he goes to a team where they buy into him. Yeah. He's fucking, no, agree, he's, he's Jesus to them now. He's absolutely, he's Jesus to I them now. I don't dispute that, but Mourinho's won something at seven of the eight clubs he's been at. You know, guess the only club. Yeah, he got sacked a week before a cup final. That's not his fault. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's that's Fuck that's yeah, Daniel Levy being an idiot. It's a good start. Anyway, um, for me, the thing is, honestly, I reckon their best chance of a trophy is coming third in their Champions League group, honestly, and then going on to win, go go through yeah. the Europa League. But here's my thing: Conte's never done well in Europe. He's never ever performed in Europe. He struggles no, twice. Struggle. Twice with Inter, he didn't make it out of the group. Yeah, that's a good point. He's never. Point. He's and even with um, Juventus, he had a brilliant team. Always struggled. As soon as he left and Allegri came in, they made two finals in three years. And you look at Inter as well, 
that matter at the group this year without him, with Inzaghi. And then in that second leg against us at Anfield, they played really, really well. Yeah. So that's my only thing. I think they'll probably win a League Cup. Or yeah, I think, oh, best I, think, I think they'll go close. That's anyway. their best chance. That's their best chance. But overall, I like their business. This is the thing, and I've said this to Josh before. Here's the thing. Closing that, the, the thing is with Arsenal is um, if they close that gap next season, or this season, sorry, you look at it and you go, okay, well, Arteta's not going to go. We had we had a few more players. We can almost take that leap. We can we can start competing at that level. You, it's it's a big ask because that gap is huge. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with Tottenham, you look at it now. It's almost like you got to win now, otherwise you're fucked. Exactly. And you look at the Sons of Canes, like they credit where you the Bingo Club man, but fucking no, is that what they want to do? They've won, they won nothing. That's the thing. They've won nothing. And you know what? I can't wait till the day Harry Kane retires, winning nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then England, the the year after Kane retires, when England wins something, and we set up Kaiosaka. Thank you for missing that penalty because you became a better player and you made sure that fucking prick didn't win. You became a better man for it. Exactly right. We'll, we'll round it off. We'll I go to finish fourth. Uh, I I say third ahead of you guys just because I for me the Conte factor, the Kane factor, the Son factor they they're more they're more ready to win now than Arsenal are. I'm saying by next season I think we have a different conversation. We'll move to Chelsea. And we've spoken. We already spoke. We already spoke about them. But for me I think there's a realistic chance that they come fifth and two could get sacked in December. Yeah, yeah, could. I think that's a very feasible Look, thing. I I'll think be- they got. I just I struggle to see where their goals come from because at the end of the day, he, the the common thing with everyone is whether you're playing a false nine or you're playing a false fucking DM, whatever your thing is, you got to have a guy that at the end of the day he can score goals for yeah, you. Exactly. If you if you look at City last season. Cool, they had it spread amongst themselves, but guys like Sterling, he still had his fifteen goals. Mares had his fifteen goals. You had guys getting all those goals. You look yeah. at um. Tottenham, Kane and Son. Arsenal now, they've got Jesus. Saka scored a few. What's his name as well? Smith Rowe scored 10 yeah, goals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Liverpool, you've got Nunes now. You expect him to score goals. Obviously, you've got Salah. They just don't have that main man. That's the thing. That's so, who I look at. Because at the end of the day, yep, yeah, cool. Sterling scored all those goals in that system because he's getting on the end of cutbacks and stuff like that. Now, you're the main man in that front three. We haven't seen him do that for years. He's just been a, a really good cog in a really yeah, good system. I agree. Whereas it's different now. Whereas... Um, Jesus, cool, he was a cog in a system, but he's going to another system where he's a cog. I think now, Sterling is a fucking... He's, he's the main man now. Yeah. So between him, Havertz, and fucking Mount, there's no 20-goal-a-season player there. No, no you got There's nine, eights, eights or nines across the board there, I think. Bro, nice. if, if Ben Chilwell or Rhys James is your top scorer at any stage during the season, or Jorginho with six oh, penalties, exactly. it's not a good sign. It's, no, exactly. it's not sustainable. And that's why I think they'll finish sixth. Yeah, yeah, I'm, like I'm not mad. At, I'm, I, I honestly, I can see that happening. I can, but I can also see. Here's the thing: we can't underestimate. Tuchel's a brilliant coach. Maybe that, maybe he works it out. Maybe it just depends whether center if they bring another center back or not. Because you know what, Rudiger for me had one of the most underrated seasons last year. But again, again, I think the back three factor there. Everyone looks good in the back three. Fuck, look at me, mate. I forged a career in Kalidas yeah. as a right wing back, yeah, mate. Nah, I get that. <laughs> but like, what are their center back options? They got Kulubali, Trevor Chalabar, Chalabar, Chalabar. I don't mind. Uh, Silva and Malangsa. Yeah, and you're playing a three. One gets injured, you're fucking down to no I one. I think uh, probably one more. They've round. got one more youngster. I like Malang Sar. I like him a I lot. Mean, you've, you, I remember you saying that I few like years him ago. A lot. They, they've got this one youngster. I can't think of his name though. And apparently he's really, really good. But if they sign another player, he wants out because he wants minutes. He's more thing. The Chelsea youth system, it, I'm torn a little bit with it because they've kept Conor Gallagher. But you let, Gallagher's going to regret it as well. I agree with that. But like guys like Gallagher, uh, Loftus Cheek, and then you got they let guys like uh, Mark Gehi go. You let Declan Rice go. The big one for me is Tammy. 
the he's big a, one no, the big one for me was Tani because because you know the thing was as well that season where they had a transfer ban and Lampard people, you, people take people rip Lampard saying he's a shit coach I think he did one I think he did a brilliant coaching job that season yeah. with a bunch of kids getting them to third or fourth or whatever it was I think he did a great job and you know who his focal point was yeah. Tammy Abraham between Abraham and Giroud they were they had a good balance there look at him at Roma. He's tearing up. Yeah, uh, sums it all up. Exactly right. I'm with you on that. I, I just their youth, the whole policy on youth. You've got this great academy, but like, what are you actually doing with it? Why are you dropping all this money on someone like Sterling? Where in that system, I feel like uh, Gallagher could do a similar job. Why are you dropping so much money on Lukaku when you got Tammy Abraham? There's going to be I'm 100. Exactly right. 100. percent That's the point. Oh. I don't get it. I, I really Good. don't get it's it. It's a shit club. They're a shit club. <laughs> They're a shit club. They're uh, a shit I'm club. not. I'm not mad at it. We'll go to Manchester. I reckon we'll go to United. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you what, watched a bit of their tour in Australia. Shout out to all the Mongs that went there. Freaking <laughs> half Adelaide would spot in some clubs in Melbourne from what I'm hearing. Bloody hell, every Snapchat story you look at, people like the Man United game. I felt like I was there. I had a couple of mates that just went to see Ronaldo. He wasn't even there. Pretty funny. Look, they, to be fair, they're playing some ten hard ball. But I can't wait till they go to Brighton away or Wolves away. I think they can do this, this tiki-taka stuff. Like, I don't think they're ready yet, especially when Maguire's at the back. But look, if he brings in a Dion and he, Ronaldo's bought into the project, which I don't think he will be, but if he gets the best out of Martial, gets the best out of Rashford, I think that will be a dangerous force. And for me, that's the one I'm scared of in Europa League. Because I don't oh, think yeah. I don't think they're good enough over 38 games and I don't think the squad's good enough. Yeah. But if Ten Hag brings in a couple of players, I know they'll be playing good ball and you see what he's you see what he's done in Europe the last few years. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's a menace. And they do have they do have the foundation there, I think. And people are quick to forget that. And I think Ericsson's a really good signing because you know what? For me, you might laugh, but I wouldn't mind seeing Bruno Fernandes as a centre forward type of player if they can't bring in a striker. Especially if Ronaldo leaves. And all of a sudden you've got Ericsson playing ten, him playing as a freaking false nine. It's a dangerous front four. Do you know what I mean? Let's not forget Christian Ericsson pretty much single handedly kept up Brentford this year. People forget that that guy yeah, created. A, a I think he created like the third most amount of chances in the league from January onwards. Dude, that's some big numbers, man. I just think now the big the big thing for me was like a couple of years ago they were good under Ole because it was counter attack. Let's sit deep, Bruno as your free role, and then you guys like your Rashfords and your um, uh, Martial's, your uh, Greenwoods at the time. They all flourished from it. Whereas you look mm. at it, you look at it now. Guys, like you can see that front three working really well together because they've actually got a structure, they've actually got a system, they've got runs that they're actually being told to make. It's not just go out and have fun, which is what I'm guessing the the message as under Ole was, you know, go out and just. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely been the message. Go out and put a smile on your face, please. Oh, it would have been. Oh, it yeah. would have been. Look, I think with Solskjaer, Solskjaer, I think the whole world predicted what was going to happen. They finished second, and they were wank. They were terrible, but everyone predicted what was going to happen. And I think most people were right. But then you look at it, Solskjaer was obviously better than what um. Rolf Ragnarok there from Thor had I to say. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I mean? No, I disagree with that. I, just <laughs> I think, do. I just think Ranik is a guy who needs... He's like a... Um, this is, you're going to laugh at this, but he's like a Tony Popovich in that he needs control of everything. It's disrespectful to put Tony Popovich's name next to him. <laughs> but no, like, that's the thing. Yeah. With with Tony Popovich, uh, every club he's been to, you know, especially Western Sydney and now Victory, and Perth Glory, sorry, he has control over everything. He has his hands in everything. And when he when you take that out, it's like when Wenger left Arsenal and when yeah. Sir Alex left Man United, because they are the club, they are the whole structure, you take them out 
and then that's when you can see that what they truly brought to the club. Whereas Ranić wasn't given any of that. He, you're bringing in a coach. It just made no sense. They were better off bringing fucking Goose hitting in to see the season out. Like yeah, literally, why are you bring it? It made no sense to me, especially bringing him for the consultancy role. It's like why are you bringing in a guy who's whole philosophy he literally ran a whole fucking chain of clubs teaching them a philosophy of pressing high intensity all that stuff literally he was the head of red bull mm. for leipzig salzburg right? fucking all of them max verstappen max verstappen thank yeah. you checo yeah. all of them him yeah. and christian horner would go for beers after work yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck's sake um why are you bring him in for six months for it just made no sense to me but on ten hag i i think he's a brilliant coach i think He's made the signings that you know he wants to make so that are suited to his system. I'm really curious to see how the Ronaldo factor works because I think the problem with Ronaldo is he's a story on its own. Yeah, big time. And so you know you saw last season he got dropped for one game and then you know the whole world shit in themselves. You got Khabib talking to fucking Sir Alex and going, "Oh, you play your best players and all this shit." Like, bro, shut up. Let the manager do his job. Nah, Literally. I, and that's the problem with Ronaldo is that he's the ego. The it's there. the ego. That's the thing. He's he because his his brand is huge. It's all that everything he does. He could fucking you know look you know raise one eyebrow and oh my god, what does this mean? What was this? Was this Morse code for remember something? That, remember that ad in twenty ten with the petrol ad? Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> Football takes me yeah. many places. Yeah, places. Santo Seminary. Just Cold fucking piss out of that. <laughs> but I'm um, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I think the best thing for them honestly is for him to. <laughs> the best thing for them is for him to leave. But where's he gonna go? Who cares? Not my no, problem. But who's who's dumb enough? That's the thing. That's why he can't. That's why he can't. For me, this is that. That's why he's going to Chelsea. Because they're fucking the only spastic club that isn't PSG. Yeah, and it wouldn't work there. He just wouldn't work there. He. The thing is, at the end yeah. of the day, everywhere he's gone, everywhere he has gone, his success, the success has been built around him. They've had to have players accept roles where they have to do his dirty work for him, and he takes the fucking credit. He did it at Real Madrid where Benzema was doing the doggies for him and all that shit. He did it at Man United the first time when your fucking Tevez's and your Rooney's and your Jason Parks were doing for it, doing the work for him. You saw last season, you put him in there with other players that want to actually play, that don't want to run his fucking laps for him pretty much, went tits up. Yeah, cool, he scored 18 goals. You look at the couple seasons beforehand, Rashford, fucking Greenwood, uh, Bruno, Cavani, uh, Martial, they were all 15 goals plus each. Yeah. I reckon between them, they didn't even have seven altogether. Yeah, yeah, no, I... I... I don't know if they're all 15 plus. But, that's, but do you get what I mean? It's a lot of goals. But yeah, no, I know I agree with you. And I think most Man U fans would tend to agree with you because you want to see the best out of Rashford if you're them. You want to see the best out of Martial. Let's not forget Martial's banged all clause in his fucking contract. So that, that just shows you how you know I mean? that just shows you how good he was expected to become. So exactly. there's a good player there. And he's been brilliant in preseason. So I think for them, I don't think, I think where Arsenal are at in their project, they're ahead of them. And I think as well, Tottenham having a full preseason under Conte and having a squad that's ready to win now, essentially. I don't think I can't see them making top four. I think for them, fifth place and winning the Europa League is what they should be aiming for. Yeah, I'd have seen that in another centre back as well. Because let's be real, Lissandro Martinez ain't playing centre back. He's been signed to play as left back. Nah, I think they've signed him to play centre back. They're retarded, man. They're retarded. I think they've signed him he's to play centre back. F- no, that's why I, I just don't think he's going to. He will, because you know what he's done Fine. as well? Makes he's, sense, he's moved Harry Maguire to the right. So that Lissandro can play on the left and then um what's his name on the right? Varane. He's moved Maguire out of the way, literally. So he got so he's that will teaching get him. Fucking pl- that will get that will get killed. He'll get killed in the Premier League. I'll tell you if he's not playing that's why I'm glad we signed Zinchenko over him because he would have played left back. Yeah. There's no way this guy's playing centre back. Unless you play with the three. options you got there when you got Fucking yeah. hell. Do you know what I mean? But look, yeah. I think he plays left back. We'll see what happens. Um but fifth 
and the Europa League, I reckon. Max. That's that's what the best. Max. Yeah, that's what I do for them. We'll go to City. Um, no, nah, we'll go to Liverpool. No, nah, we're in Manchester. We'll finish off on Liverpool. Mate. Finish off on the best team. Yeah, fair um, Good one. Just drop this water bottle. Um, I think with City, yeah. I, I think it's either going one or two ways with Highlands. You're right there, bro. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah, with City, they either... Ha- Haaland either, you know, has like a 40-goal season or he, him, Grealish, Mares, De Bruyne all have 15 spread amongst them and they get yeah. 95 points and it's just like your stand... It's just... It's a bit we're, we're, looking, we're locking them in for the league? I'm not. Look, I think Erling Haaland is going to have a season. If it's not, you know what? It might not be this year, but it'll be next year. One of the two years... He's going to have a season that no one's ever even thought of in the Premier League. Because you know what? You lose this guy's strengths. Yeah, I know. Because you want the free... ball in the box to him. That's what you want to do. And Man City do that five, and six, and seven, and eight and times and a in, game. And in transition as well, man. But you look at their players as well. Like they got the two of the best fullbacks overlapping, putting balls in the box. they got, for me, Jack Grealish, one of the best players at running at players, running at defence. I, I think you'll have a much better season. And I think it's a good thing they sold Sterling because you want, Ster- you want your Grealish's to exploit, take the next step forward. And unfortunately, he couldn't do that. And it's a shame because he has such good Euros. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Phil Foden as well. Another one that just loves to run at players, loves to create something out of nothing. You put that stuff with Erling Haaland up there. Yeah. You thought Jesus and Sergio Aguero's output was good. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be it's, a fucking it's scary how, poten- how potentially good this could be. Yeah, and I haven't shit. even mentioned De Bruyne yet. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You look at it as well, you got um, Calvin Phillips. You've got more depth. <laughs> Well, it's that it's that two players per position, isn't it? Mm. And I think they're going to sign that Cucurella, and yeah. I like him. That Alvarez as well. Apparently, he's a fucking baller. Tell you what, my assistant coach, Shana Katsabi, even though you're not listening, um, he said to me a few weeks ago, he said, "Keep your eyes on Alvarez," because he said he looked at him in January because me and you were interested, and then City obviously snapped him up. But he said, "Watch out for him." So I'll be watching. Yeah, you take yeah, like you know, at the end of the day, they're they're the defending champions. You know, you should. You'd be dumb to bet. You you'd be uh, brave to bet against them. You know, I said this to someone, and I, I laughed because I thought about it. Then I'm like, Josh, you're a meth. But then I think about it. You're gonna you actually laugh at me with this, and it's actually outrageous. But like, I look at their squad. I look at who they have. Like, you think they're it, going invincible? Not invincible, but like they're not gonna do it. But it's like if you told me now that Man City win the quadruple, like I wouldn't laugh at you. Bro, I'll do you know you, what I mean? It's, just, what. it's not going to happen. But if you if you could ask for players and ingredients to give you a quadruple, yeah, that's they've the got them. Look, I'll just, all I'll say is, all it takes is like Liverpool were on the verge of a quadruple last season. Yeah. And all it takes is one good goal, one amazing goalkeeping performance, or one day where you just the ball doesn't go in. Like so many things have to go right. Like maybe Liverpool used up all their luck winning two penalty shootouts. Maybe that's where all their luck came. Mm. Or one offside call goes against you. Just there's so many things that go into it. Everything has to go right. But I'm with you because you got probably the best coach in the world. You got one of the you know we're flipping coins between him and Mbappe. Honestly, I think they're that good. I think he's that good. They're different. They're different. They're different. But honestly, if you gave if you had to like if you said you got a blank check, you can sign either of them. I don't think it's night and day. I think you actually have to properly think oh, about exactly. it. Um, you look at yeah, then obviously, like you said, you got the De Bruyne's there. You got that Alvarez who's come through. I think Grealish is going to have a much better season. Mares has just come off a brilliant season. Like I think you know we, we know what you we know what to expect from City. It's just a matter of can someone else stop them? Perfect segue to the Redmen. You go first before I go. It's going to be interesting. I don't. I think Liverpool are there for taking this year a little bit, but Darwin Nunes is going to run a mark, and people. 
People can't sleep on this man. Liverpool not the club to fork out 60, 70, 80 mil, whatever it was, on a player, unless they know. And unfortunately, I think they hit the nail on the head. I did call it a while ago. I said we'll get I said we'll get Nabri. I said Mane goes to Bayern and you'll get uh Nunes, but we never got Nabri. When did you say that? On Twitter and you're like, no, nah, I don't think so. But check my retweets we'll if you want. Check we'll we'll check it later on. Um But yeah, look, they sort of like you know what? The one other guy I like is that Carvalho is from Fulham. Very good player. And who's the other guy you signed? Uh, uh, Calvin Ramsey, just a uh, backup right back. I don't think he'll play a whole lot. Um, but yeah, look. Is Jota as effective as Mane was? I don't think so. Is Diaz? Possibly. Salah. Salah for me is a big one because you look at his second half of the season and only a, only a strip man will tell you he was unreal. He dropped off a big time second half of the season. Yeah, the only thing I will say that, and it goes back to your point about how this season gets impacted. He dropped off after AFCON where he got to the final, played all these minutes and, and, the and, then, and then lost. And then as well, he lost again in the World Cup playoff. So like, I think that did take a toll on him. And I just wonder as well whether um, the whole contract saga, especially Possibly. as that wore on, as that got longer and it looked like fuck, you know, what's going to happen here? Are Liverpool going to be prepared there's, there's to pay? A, there's things playing with your head. Yeah, I, can, I, I can forgive it. And I think the good thing for Liverpool is that Salah's not going to the World Cup. So yeah. The guy stays oh, fresh. I didn't even think, I, I, thought he, I thought he was qualified. I think, yeah, I think that's huge. I think that's huge. Um, I think that's really, really big. Look, I don't know. You want, you just want Thiago to stay fit. Yeah. He's a big one. If Thiago staying fit gives you a chance at maybe competing with uh, uh, Man City. But I'm not sure. I think he's a, Liverpool, 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 you, you, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a bunch of hungry players that work their balls off. It's going to be not going to be easy. They're unpredictable. But I just I just think Haaland is a level above. And you look at De Bruyne, especially that second half of the season, you look at your Foden's, your Grealish's. I just think this year especially, with how chaotic it's going to be, the firepower shines. But you never know. I think could, the best could, thing... Could you see Liverpool winning the league? Can you envision it? I, no, I can't. I just think Man City, for me, every season has been Man City penciled in. Yeah, that's fair. I think Liverpool go to the Champions League, though. I think if they're going to do something, they go close to the Champions League again. Look, I look at, um, I'm a, I'm 100% with you on the Nunes that if if he wasn't worth it, we would not have forked this money out. Like Klopp and then whether it's Michael Edwards or the current sporting, or the new sporting director, Julian Ward, they don't miss. Like literally, that Klopp has zero misses. He's not, the one signing he's missed on his carries. Did he sign Ox? It, yeah, but even still, like you can't really look at Ox and say he's a flop. Like forty mil, he did his ACL when he was at, like when he was really starting to shine through. He was good in the season we won the league. Like he's had his moments. He contributed. He contributed to us making a Champions League final. Yeah. He's had moments. I'm with you, but at the end of the day, no, no, I'm, no, no. I would look at that and say he's no, a flop. No, no, no. But no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, yeah, like so, I think the Nunes thing. I'm, I'm not worried about him at all. I think he's going to feast. The three players that I'm looking out for. One, Harvey Elliott. Yep. He's coming off that injury. I'll put it to you this way. This is how much Klopp rates him. We all talk about how uh, Liverpool fans especially talk about how he started the first three games, or three of the first four games of the season, started him against Chelsea in the third game of the season. Like Klopp rates him. He came back from a fucking, what looked like a, almost a career-threatening injury. Like this guy's fucking leg was pointing mm. the wrong way. And then within a few weeks, he was starting him away at the San Siro in a Champions League round of 16 game. Yeah, Klopp fucks with him big time. So... I think he's going to have a big season. I'm with you as well on the Carvalho. We caught him, we caught him for like six million. This guy's a fucking baller. This yeah, guy's a freak. A, Massive Coutinho vibes. He just looks absolute. He just looks like he's going to have run an absolute muck. And the third one, 
people people aren't I don't think people are giving this as much notice because he didn't come in this window, he came in last. Diaz with the preseason. Yeah. And with no Mane to interchange with, he's gonna he's the number one guy on the left wing. Oh, I like I'm actually I would hate to be a fucking right back in the league. I'd hate it. He's gonna he's gonna tell you a new one. See what happens. I think he's gonna absolutely I'm not I'm not as scared of Liverpool. And I think with everything going on as well, everything congested. You know what? I'm hap- I'm I'm okay with that. But the, watch the five the five sub rule. Klopp ad- Klopp was the biggest advocate for it. Well, everyone wants it except Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. But Sheffield Klopp United. Was the, Klopp was the most vocal. But all I'll say was he? Were you there? Were you there in the meeting? Were you there in the meeting? Yeah, I was at the press conference. Yeah, mate. no worries, mate. <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, for me, good season is you compete again for the league. Maybe go one better if you can. Again, same with Champions League cups. If you win them, you win them. If not, not the end of the world. But I think obviously silverware. Make sure you're there with City, and then you know. And I, I think those are I think those are achievable. Like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say we have to win a fucking treble and all this stuff. I'd like another trophy. You know, once you get that winning feeling, you want it more. Mm. And I and I and it's interesting. And look, the thing is, for me, the last time we got pipped on the last day, we went one better and won the league. And we thought uh, you were saying people were saying similar things. We didn't sign anyone that window. The, the Mane leaving is interesting. I, I just wonder how he was a leader. He was class, but I think that Nunes, because the thing is, Nunes is Mane is probably better than Nunes. But I, I, all I think it takes a couple months of Nunes to get no, settled. I, once Nunes, yeah. The first six weeks, I think it'd be a bit slow. Mate, last time Klopp had a proper proper nine was Lewandowski. Yeah, no proper right. nine. There's, there's depth there, but most importantly, there's a. Uh, Adaptation there as well because you can still use Firmino. Firmino still good yeah. value. Jota's there as well. All right, that wraps that up. We'll do one last segment. I thought of this one. So, for people that are investing in crypto or uh, stocks, you'd be or familiar NFTs. with or NFTs. Exactly right. Uh, property. You'd be <laughs> <laughs> sports by futures. Exactly. You'd be familiar. Man, can Melbourne Cup. You heard it here first. That's the one. You'll be familiar with the terms buy, sell, and hold. Um, we're going to apply that to football. So. If you don't, for those that need a little bit more context, buy who's a player that or a player or a team that you're pretty high on that people are sleeping on that you think you know what fuck it I'm all in. This player is going to turn up. This team is going to turn up. Hold who's a player or a team where you're like, eh, it could go either way. So we're just going to wait and see and sell who's a who's a team that you're dumping your stocks on. You're not you're not interested in. Nah, I think they've fallen off. I'm going to go first so everyone understands it. For me, I am all in and I had to choose between a couple teams here. Because I really like what PSG have done, and I'll just quickly little quick little fact here: PSG got rid of their sporting director Leonardo, who was looking for the globe trotters. He was looking for the Galacticos. He wanted the big names. Mm. They replaced him with a guy called Luke Lewis or Lucas Campos. Since the since the PSG got bought by the Arabs, two teams have won the league. Since PSG first won the league, two teams have won the league: Monaco and Lille. Okay, the sporting director of Monaco and Lille at those times. Lucas or Lewis Campos, whatever his name is. And this new coach as well, tactically, you can already tell he's trying to get the best out of his players. He's moved to a back three. He's got Hakimi as a wing back. He's got Nuno Mendes as a wing back, getting the best out of them. He's got Messi as a 10, as a free roll behind Mbappe and, and Neymar. I think that's got fucking bad news for teams around Europe. I think mm-hmm. as well, because he's not gone for a, a headline coach. This is a guy who just kind of, I reckon he just wants to work. He's had success. He's beat PSG to a league title before. Whether he can manage the egos, we'll see. But so what's your prediction? You're going to win the Champions League potentially, but that's not the team I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm all in on Barcelona. So why the fuck did you give us a spill on PSG? I just got lost. In, got lost. But anyway, 
for me, I'm all in on Barcelona. I think there's a lot of similarities between this and when um, Guardiola came in in 2008. You've got a young coach who came through that system club legend. I just look at it as well. I said it before. They are just, they are absolutely loaded. They are just absolutely loaded. And you still got a nice mix of um, of experience. You still got your PKs, you still got your Tostegans, your Busquets, your Jordi Albers. But you got guys like Araujo, centre back, baller, absolute freak. I think picking up them, keeping Dembele. The only, the only problem with Barcelona is that Aubameyang still stuck in Popper's back pocket from the All Star game. That's, <laughs> that's the only problem. <laughs> He hasn't seen daylight since. Yeah, literally. Um, uh, I think Sergio Dest, you got decent players. I think that Araujo is going to have a big season. I think keeping Dembele is big. If he can stay, f- if he can stay fit, bro, this guy is a freak. This guy's an absolute freak. He led La Liga in assists last season, yeah. and the guy was injured for a few months. Like the guy's a freak. I think Lewandowski is huge. You got a ready-made guy who's probably the best striker in the world. You got again Abamyang, who I was very, I was very, very high on um, in the second half of last season. I thought he was brilliant. I'm high on Gavi. I'm high on um, Pedri. I just think they're going to fucking turn up. Ansu Fati as well. I think they're loaded. For me, my hot take, they win the Champions League. That's my hot take. Interesting. So so now you hold this, you hold your property? You no, hold- so I've bought, that's that's the property I'm buying. Yeah, so you can't I'm hold, you can't, how can you hold or sell when you haven't bought anything? Do you know what I mean? So what no, you- I'm, I'm pre-bought. I've pre-bought. I'm holding, I'm holding Chelsea, okay? I think you, you, would, you would have sold yeah. by now on Chelsea. For me, yeah. I'm, I still think because they've still got a champions, a squad that's won the Champions League, you still got good players there, you still got guys like your Mason Mounts, you still got your Kantes, your Kovacic's, Reese James, Chilwell, you still got a good team. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you got a Champions League winning coach, a guy that knows the club, a guy who's done well for the club. I'm not all out on them yet. I'm yeah. holding on them. Me, selling, this is a hot one as well. This is controversial. Yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah, interesting. Because I look at it, they're all a year older. You wonder whether Modric, you know, at, at some point, you, c- you can expect somewhat of a drop-off. Do Croatia have a big World Cup? Possibly. I, like, I think Croatia are a decent team. Do they have a big World Cup? Does that impact him? Benzema, does he hit the same levels as last season? We'll wait and see. And look at it as well. Ancelotti, he won the, he won the league in his first season at... Chelsea 2009, Bayern in 2016, Real Madrid his first in there won the Champions League. He's got like all these he's he's always done well in his first season. Yeah. Second season is when it usually drops off for him. So I just wonder whether that happens there. For that reason, I'm selling. Fair enough. So I've bought Barcelona, I've held with Chelsea, and I've sold Real Madrid. So what happens next week then? You keep your things? Oh, we we keep tabs on it. See if I was right, see if I was wrong. We keep tabs. All right. I'm going to buy into Roma. Like it. I big, love it. Big Paolo Dybala fan. Big, uh, big Mourinho fan. Big God-esque celebration there in Rome. Obviously, they had a bit of silverware last year. The only problem is Zaniolo's probably going to go to Juve, which makes Juve into stronger. Yeah. But look, don't know the rest of mate Mourinho. And obviously, the big thing is, well, obviously, it's not going to the World Cup. So, obviously, a lot of players stay fresh. Not that Roma had many off the top of my head. Going you look there. at it as well, you probably... Tammy probably doesn't get on the plane to England if he does he yeah. doesn't really play so <clears throat> I think they have a big year I think yeah I don't know it'll be interesting I think they'll they might push that top two Serie A spicy if I, could, if I could buy something I'd buy probably the fucking Serie A mm. do you know what I mean because it's uh, it's looking good Juventus as well you could have bought I could have bought in them yeah, they look pretty no, good no not yet no yet I'll buy them during the season I'll, I'm gonna hold on Leeds because I'm I was, a few weeks ago I was thinking they're going down 
but I'm going to hold on them for the time being. Because, you know, they lost Rafinha, but I've got a lot of time for that Jesse March for his fucking yeah, I like him. I think I like the way pick. he speaks. I like his ideas. And you know what? He did really well into the season. I'm going to hold on them if they can make a couple more decent signings. Just, quick, just quickly on that as well. That's a ballsy move, bringing in a coach who plays a risky style of football, a high-risk, high-reward style of football, bringing him in for relegation scrap. You could have easily gone for for a big Sam yeah. and you went for that. Or a Pulis. Pulis exactly right. I think they're going to be better for it. But the only thing is he went to Leipzig and you got, he was playing in a better league and he got sacked within six months because his football, like when I say high risk, high reward, like if you get through that first press, like they have no, they leave no one back. Mm. It's high risk, high reward. So how does that pan out? Wait and see. Sorry, go, on, go for it. Did they sign Ben Me? Who signed Ben Me? No idea. Yeah, I'm more Forest, I think. Oh, my, uh, Brentford signed Ben Me, actually. Oh, did they? I think so. I saw that on a free. That's so random. Um... Big cut now. Do I sell Brentford? Because I think I think Brentford do go down second season syndrome. But I'm I'm selling the your your mates from a, the blue side of Merseyside. Everton. Yeah, I'm selling them. You think they're going down? Look, you love Lampard. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm Lampard. So, I'm Lampard selling Lampard. Lampard doesn't Lampard doesn't interest me at all. I don't think they got that firepower anymore. I don't think they're the players to put in balls for Cavalloon. You know they don't use them to his strengths. The only reason. I would buy I would buy Pickford from them. That's about it. Like Pickford for me is yeah. the only thing going forward for. Even still, he's nothing. But even really. still, when Ramsdale was a good couple of months in the Prem, he's going to be England's number one. Nah, probably not. No, I think I'll still go Pickford. But, Southgate's a pleb. Yeah, full stop. But yeah, I'm going to sell those pricks. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think with Lampard, they just look... I was watching... I saw a bit of footage from their preseason game and they look very... Um, They look a lot like England. Like just pretty boring, pretty unimaginative. Nothing really... Good going on. So, the good thing as well with like, cause cause Lampard's English, it'll sort of be like a little bit less pressure on him because they don't bully, they don't bully yeah, the English. Yeah, I love the English man. That's what They're I'm biased. saying. So it's it's good. It's good for us fans that want him down because there should be X amount of pressure. Only be yeah, it'll be less. Why, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, like I stand by my thing with when he was at Chelsea, he did a really good coaching job, and at the end of the day, maybe having a preseason there, getting his ideas across, whatever they are. I was watching. I watched them fucking against us, man. They're out there in the trial match, just worrying about how hard they can kick up players. Like they're crunching sack and they're yeah, crunching they're fucking already guys. But if that, that and that's a problem. Like I think they're focused on the wrong things. They've always been like that. They've always been that roughish side. But you know what? You can get away with it because you had a bit of class with your Baines and uh, your Jack Yokers and etc. etc. You had a yeah, bit of class. The, players, that class man. is gone. When Alex Wobie's your classiest player, the most unquestionable I've ever seen play football. For, I've, I've, you know said I mean? a few, I've said it for years now. Alex Wobie's the worst player to ever play in the Premier League. I don't know about that, but... He, nah, he's terrible. He, he's, he's a joke. He's unco. He's unco. Nah, he, he, he actually has no... He had a couple of good patches that actually helped him in Euro, uh, Everton a lot this year. Nah, I think Marco Tilio is better than him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actual crime having got 40 mil for him, to be fair. Literally, literally. That's robbery. Someone needs to investigate that. That was fucked. Anyway, Jack, it's been a pleasure. It's been mate. a pleasure. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Um, if Thank you're still you listening, still we appreciate it. Um, yeah, like I said, give us a follow. Uh, we'll, we'll be back on the Instagram, getting back into the season now. Yeah, I'll check out the uh, personal accounts to follow as well. Uh, uh, my, I'm, I'm Jack underscore Pantelios. Follow me on Twitter as well. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I know he's already following me. It's all good. <laughs> you're, you're a player. <laughs> See you next week. Ciao. Thank you, Damas Rance.